You're listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, Episode 144. Welcome to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, where we explore public health epidemiology careers and share tips and strategies to help you enter or transition into the field. And now your host, Dr. Charlotte Hughes-Huntley. Greetings, everyone, and thank you for joining me on this episode. In this episode, you'll learn about our newest program, Get Experience in Public Health Using Online Tools and Technology. Most importantly, you'll hear about this program from those who enrolled early and worked through the program with me while I was in the final stages of development. My guests on this episode are Courtney Dillingham, Leanne Dumini, and Danielle Shoemake. I am well aware that one of the biggest career-related challenges faced by many of you is the lack of experience in public health. This is a challenge for those who have completed their degree in public health but have not been able to get into the field of public health. It's also a challenge for many current public health students. Many people tell me that they feel like they are just too busy with their coursework or just general responsibilities of life to find time to also get experience. Sometimes people tell me that they just don't know where to start and they feel overwhelmed. People also are looking for alternative approaches to getting public health experience. People are thinking outside the box more and more, and that is totally 100% my style. I love exploring creative approaches and new ways to address public health problems. Now, I also believe that this is where we can have a bigger positive impact as well as open opportunities to partner with the traditional approaches in ways that really helps to strengthen our collaboration. People are also looking for easy ways for practical application of what they're learning in the classroom. So they need step-by-step, easy solutions that they can implement while they're completing their coursework and managing the multiple responsibilities of life at the same time. They don't want to, you know, be overwhelmed, but instead feel empowered. And this is where I focused my attention and created a solution. Now, I didn't start from scratch, but instead I took an older program that I had retired a couple of years ago, and I used it as framework to create the solution that would address the challenges that I've just mentioned. Now, this program, again, is called Get Experience in Public Health Using Online Tools and Technology, and I'm excited to announce that this program officially launches today. Now, during the development phase, I recruited a small group of participants who enrolled in the program and worked closely with me over a few weeks to provide feedback and suggestions. Now, some are current students and some are recent graduates. They attend brick and mortar as well as online degree programs and even dual degree programs. This is a great experience. It it was great because it helped me to fine tune I guess the very final version of the program into something that far exceeded my expectations. 
This is my favorite way of developing programs, hands down. Not only does it help me create awesome programs, but it gives me the chance to interact closely with members of my community in a way that I just can't do routinely. You are about to hear from three of the participants who enrolled during the development of this program. They are joining me to share their experience with the program, and I think many of you will find this extremely helpful. At the end of this episode, I'll tell you where to find the program and how you can enroll. Now, my first guest is Courtney Dillingham. Her lifestyle is very busy. She has a background in nursing and is also a current student about halfway into her master's of public health program. And they are a military family with three kids. She has an interest in epidemiology and public health education, sort of a hybrid of the two is what she's really looking for. She joins me to discuss her experience with our new program. Let me connect that interview with Courtney right now. Well, I'd like to introduce all of you to my first guest, Courtney Dillingham. Courtney, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We're going to jump in. I'm going to ask you a few questions about your experience with working with me and really creating and putting together the final touches on how to get experience in public health using online tools and technology. That program was something that, you know, we had planned. Uh, we had planned as an organization to roll it out for this time of the year so that people in the summer would really have an activity, really use the time in the summer to start getting experience. So I'm really, now that we've all been responding and dealing with physical distancing and COVID-19, it's even more important that this tool is available and something that people can use and start to think a little differently about how to get experience in public health. So with all that being said, um, thank you for being here to share with everybody, you know, your takeaways. So let's start by you just giving introduction. Why don't you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm really excited to be here. So thank you so much for having me. I am currently an MPH student. Um, I'm about halfway through my, my program and I, and I do an online program. My background is nursing science. I've been a registered nurse for about 12 years and I've worked in maternal child health in an inpatient unit. And then I've transitioned out into the community and I currently work um, helping to do population health initiatives and some um, quality initiatives in an outpatient clinic. Oh, very impressive already. Um, so one of the questions I want to ask you, and this is great. I'm really glad to have you here as, as a student, a graduate student. You're, you know, like you said, about halfway into your program. What was your or what is your biggest challenge? Maybe I should say past tense because you've already gone through the program and we kind of address a lot of those. But what was your biggest challenge regarding getting experience in public health? So I think for me personally, a big issue I have is that I'm a great researcher. I can go out and research something to death and I collect all of this information and then it just sits there. And I don't really... I have a difficult time in applying it. Like, what do I do with this? You know, I have all this great information, but how do I put it into action? How do I actually use it? How do I make it um, worthwhile for the greater good? And that's where I kept getting stuck. And then, you know, the opportunity to participate in this program came along. And I was like, you know, 
I wonder if this wouldn't help iron out some of these issues that I'm having. So um, that was the that was the primary reason that prompted me into engaging in this program. I think a lot of people might fall into that situation, at least the feedback and comments that I've received over time. You know, people are they know that they should get experience and they know that they can do, you know, use this online platform and they hear stories of other people. But then it's like when it's time to do it, it's like, ah, uh, where do I start? You know, what do I do and what really matters and what stands out? So it is kind of overwhelming. So you're not alone. I know that a lot of people feel that same way. And then also just, you know, what tools do I use and how do I go about it? Um, you know, the platform. You don't have to go out and get a an additional like computer science degree or some additional degree to be able to figure it out. But sometimes it's overwhelming and people just don't know where to start. Does that kind of <laughs> add into some of your challenges too? Yes, absolutely. I think you bring up a great point, especially for people who are currently in academia, because again, for me personally, it's it's really difficult for me to understand or to know what's relevant in the field of public health right now. So, you know, I, I know what I engage with in my academic program, but what do nonprofit organizations use out in the field right now? Or what do government organizations use out in the field right now? Like that's something that I feel as a student is a bit of a disconnect. That's great. Um, I'm glad to hear that too, because um, that was the whole participation as we worked through it together was to make sure that what I wanted to share and teach was actually meeting the need. So what are some of the things that you liked about the program you know, as you started working? As I was working through the program, I was thinking to myself, like, what are the things that I'm appreciating about it? What are the things that I wish were maybe a little bit different? But one of the, the biggest things that I kept coming back to was that engagement with, with you on how to kind of let yourself or give yourself permission to explore something new. And that we all do bring something to the table, regardless of whatever level we're at in our careers. Um, and to be allowed to be creative. Because again, being a student, we're told what to do, when to do it, how to do it. These are your resources that you're to use. And so you are able to be a little bit creative in some of that, but it's really kind of boxed in. So that was something, I think it was maybe about the second session that it started to really sink in. And I was like, huh. You know, I feel like I'm coming back to my creative side of things again. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I do remember how this feels and it's exciting and it's great. And then, and then in that third session, I was like, yeah, 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 I'm good. This is good. Um, and so I really did like that. And then by the fourth session, that's when the application really started to click. It was like I got to re-engage with my creative side again. And then in that fourth session, oh, this is how I apply it. So, so now I've reconnected with my creative self. I've gotten all this information either from my individual research or from my academic program. And then the fourth session just kind of threw it all in together of like, okay, well, this is how you would go ahead and apply it. Awesome. It kind of came full circle by that. And, and by the end of the fourth session, I was like, oh, I'm so glad that I signed up for this. <laughs> this is really what I needed right now. Oh, that is music to my ears. Because when I decided to set it up, I was thinking... I'm always talking about my strategic thinking, but I, that's exactly what I wanted. I needed to start with, and I think I even, I can't remember the title I used for that first one, but I wanted it to be that real coaching session. I wanted you to kind of get out of your head, 
and just kind of shift your mind because we all know, you know, the purpose of getting experience or volunteering, getting experience is going to help us get a job ultimately. Right. But I wanted to really break that down and I wanted everyone to look at that before we got into all the tactical stuff. I wanted to really make sure that we we're on the same page and I needed to remind you guys of what your skill sets are, you know, kind of refresh your thoughts build your confidence a little bit more and remind you what I always talk about on the podcast is, you know, this is your journey, you know, own your journey. This is, you know, this is yours. And it's not that it's your university is the enemy. They're your partner, but their job is to check those boxes to make sure you take the courses, you meet the hours, all the stuff. So that you meet all these qualifications so that when they sign off that degree and hand it over to you, you are prepared. And I guess my coaching side of this is, like, okay, well, let's start applying that. Because when I went through my master's program, I really, I was excited to be able to apply as I was learning. And so I constantly had moments to, I'd learn something and I could immediately apply it in my work. And I constantly had light bulb moments and I enjoyed the whole process. And when I meet students who are just head down, buried in the work, keeping up with assignments, that's just such a missed opportunity to be able to apply. And and I was really busy. We were all really busy when we we're going through the school. I mean, I was grad student. I was working full time. I had kids. I was all the stuff going on. But there's a way to just, you know, it's a very carefully choreographed move. But, you know, you can learn and apply, learn and apply. And it just really makes the whole process so much more rewarding. So, yeah, I did start out with having a conversation at first so that we could just kind of be like on the same page and then start doing that, you know, kind of practical deep dive without being complex. I'm glad to hear that, you know, hearing you describe how you felt as you worked through it. That's exactly what I was hoping for. So that's that makes me smile. <laughs> and then I'm going to ask you, let's see, one more question about the program itself. As I went through and started with the coaching, went through all the tactical stuff. I added in a section that had a lot of demos because one of the things I wanted to make sure, and again, trying to use the online platform to our benefit, I wanted you to feel like we were working together on this. And sometimes when you listen to the podcast and someone will say, you know, this is what you can do. And they can spit out three or four steps and you know, oh, that makes sense. But when you actually try to repeat that or you go to the site, it doesn't quite sink in. So I set aside several demos. I wanted to create these to demonstrate some of the the steps that I discussed in the previous lesson. So did you find those demo videos to be helpful? Absolutely, I did. Yes, (laughs) that was where, so that's that fourth session I keep referring back to. And um, I think it was titled Resources Demonstrations, actually. Okay. And it was it was great because it was very segmented, but it was very specific in, in if this is what you want to do, this is how you do it. Here are your resources and here are how you navigate those resources for each of the sections that we had previously visited in the prior modules. And there were some things that I was familiar with, but there were other things that I was like, yeah, I didn't even know that this existed, but it makes so much sense. And so, you know, that's probably where I think I probably took the most notes, quite <laughs> honestly. Like, I'm slipping through my notes right now, and I have pages and pages of notes on that section. And, you know, different ways to engage with X, Y, and Z. And I've, you know, I just finished the course a couple days ago, and I've already started taking some of those resources and bringing them back to some of my colleagues at work. I'm like, hey, do you guys know about this? Also, let's use this and let's try that. And, and they're excited about it too. 
because they, you know, they didn't know anything about um, some of these resources either. So yeah, absolutely. That was a very, very helpful section. Ah, uh, that's great. That's a, that was fun for me. And I, I think I even mentioned it in one of the recordings, but I know that I have, I recently, well, not recently, it was a few years ago, I coached someone who was um, working on her master's. She's since, you know, graduated and she's in the career field. And and we talked and actually I interviewed her on a previous podcast episode. I'll have to look it up. It's Mizozi Houston. And I can't remember the episode number. I'll have to dig that out. But she talks about the one thing that she remembered. And it was how I, that one little tip I showed about organizing her files. And it stuck with her. And to this day, she still says that like, that makes such a difference. Um, so it really helped me to slow down and remember that if I break it down and put a few of these tutorials there and just demonstrate some of these things that I'm so used to doing that I will fly through it. But I know that if I slow down and demonstrate it, it makes a huge difference. So um, I did that with a lot of those. So I'm really glad. And then, you know, as, as time changes, if more resources become available or things get updated, I can always update those tutorials in that area to keep it current. So glad to know that that was helpful too. So one last question, and I guess, do you think that anyone who is listening, who may be in a similar situation as you are, someone who's in as a student working on their degree, um, do you think that this is something that, you know, you would recommend for them? Do you think it would be helpful for other people who may be similar? I do. Absolutely, I do. And so you had mentioned about when you were going through your master's program and some of the challenges that you had. So like, like you, myself, I'm a mother of three kids. I have a spouse who actually happens to be active duty military. And so we're moving all over the place. Uh, we actually just went through a move a couple weeks ago in, in an online program and working full time. So extremely full plate. But having these resources to to go back through and, and to learn from and to hear again and reminding us how to engage with either our academic work or our professional work, I think is really invaluable. I think it's very grounding in what happens in real life and public health and, and how to, like I mentioned earlier, like bridge that gap between our, our cognitive abilities and our application abilities. And I think that that's what this program really does. And I think it's extremely valuable for anybody who is even considering doing this. Yeah. Thank you so much, Courtney. I really, really appreciate this. And uh, just sharing your experiences with the, with the program and working with you has been a lot of fun. So um, we'll have to keep in touch so that I can yes, keep absolutely. up to date. <laughs> All right. You take care. Thank you so much. My next guest is Leanne Dumini. Leanne is enrolled in a dual degree program where she is working on her MD and her PhD at the same time. She has also earned a master's degree in management as well as a graduate certificate in public health. She has big goals and big plans for her future. And she joins me to discuss her experience with our new program. She talks about why she enrolled and how it has helped her so far. Let's connect that interview with Leanne. All right. Well, I'm excited to introduce my next guest on this episode, Leanne Dumini. So Leanne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's an honor to be here, especially as a listener of your podcast. Oh, I appreciate you for being a regular listener as well. This is definitely a thrill. I'm looking forward to, you know, just chatting with you. So why don't we start out by you just telling everyone a little bit about yourself? 
Right. So I am a University of Florida Gator. I started as a traditional pre-med student, but uh, I got involved in research. And once I started to learn more about research and I got inspired by my PI, who's an MD-PhD physician scientist, I became inspired to want to make a difference in the practice of medicine in addition to practicing medicine on an individual basis. So learning that on in the beginning of my training, I started to pursue wanting to learn more about leadership and business. That led me to pursue a master's in management. And then once I completed that, I applied to MD-PhD programs. And I felt like applying to MD-PhD programs would help me to pursue this passion of wanting to improve the quality and efficiency of healthcare, and also to help more rapidly move or translate research to populations in which the research was intended for and to populations which the research can benefit the most. So once I started uh, looking for a research lab during my MD-PhD, I thought learning more about precision medicine and pursuing that route, since that's the idea of, you know, getting the right dose at the right time to the right patient, those kind of fit the tenets of my passion. And so that led me to pursuing a PhD in genetics and genomics with the precision medicine group here at US. Oh, that's fascinating. So did you, uh, where are you in the process of that dual degree program? Are you at the beginning, the middle, the end? So I'm currently a fourth year in the PhD. So that's the sixth year overall in the training. Oh, okay. And are you enjoying the work so far? Oh, I love my work. Um, so my particular project looks at pharmacogenomics and precision medicine in cardiovascular diseases. For my dissertation, I'm looking at a drug called spironolactone and just trying to identify genetic and clinical predictors of the drug's response in heart failure patients. Very important work. Um, this is uh, this is really exciting to hear and to get to know you and um, and all the work that you're doing and what an incredible educational background. So you're definitely well prepared for next steps. And, uh, where do you see yourself um, when you complete your degree? What are your next plans? So uh, right now I'm trying to explore more with public health, especially uh, as I mentioned, I'm interested in trying to get research to the end user and uh, be able to improve public health. So uh, I'm currently working on a certificate in public health, and I intend to, once I'm done with my training, apply to preventive medicine residency so that I can better understand how to apply the public medicine concepts to actual patient populations. Oh, that's excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I actually interviewed a preventive medicine physician on the podcast previous episode, um, Dr. Pinzon. So um, when we finish recording, remind me to share that contact with you. I think you'd be, you guys should speak with each other. You should put that connection together. I think it should be helpful. I'd appreciate that. Um, for you to speak with. Yeah. So that brings us to this program, Get Experience uh, 
public health experience using online tools and technology. So what was your biggest challenge or maybe what is your biggest challenge with getting experience that, you know, kind of led you to enrolling in the program with me? Right. So I was really excited to see that you were offering this type of program with being in the MDPhD training. It is quite rigorous. And so we don't have too many opportunities um, in terms of trying to get outside experience. There's a lot of time constraints, a lot of responsibilities. But uh, the way that you presented it, it sounded like it was a simple way to step your foot in the door and kind of get an initial exposure into public health, which which I, I really wanted to, to try to get some experience in. Oh, that's excellent. So has it, how has it helped you? Like your biggest takeaway from the program or like in what ways it helped you the most? So two things I think the course provided me with a sort of idea that the process isn't as complicated as I thought it would be. I thought it would be quite a convoluted process to kind of get involved. And so it was very reassuring to kind of get the approach broken down into very simple steps so that I could easily pursue uh, this on my own. And the second part is you really helped me get a framework for how I can best contribute my skills to the field of public health. That definitely makes me smile because um, that's a big win for me. That's exactly what I hope to be able to do is to make things practical, easy to use, everybody's busy. So I didn't want to overwhelm anyone with things they didn't need, but really go deeper on this, the ways that you can apply, prepare you with strategies and things that you could use and and apply what you've learned and to be able to get experience, really get that practical experience that helps you, you know, tell your journey, helps you describe your experience, your public health journey. So that future employee will really want to listen to you and know what value you bring. And it also just helps you to be more confident in how you're applying what you've learned. So I'm really happy to hear that kind of feedback from you to know that that's helped you. Yes, definitely. I I appreciate uh, the time you took to to develop this course because I can foresee a lot of people being interested in trying to, to get this kind of experience. Well, Thank you for that. And thank you for participating and, and coming on the podcast to, to introduce yourself and to talk about your experience with it as well. So thank you, Leanne. And please do keep in touch. I can't wait to see you know, really where you go next with your journey. Will do. Thank you so much. And my final guest is Danielle Shoemake. Danielle is a current student working on her master's of public health degree and is also an intern with her state's health department. On one hand, you might think she's already getting experience through her internship, which is true. But listen carefully to this interview with Danielle because you might find her reasons for enrolling in this program and what she likes best about it to be very interesting and very insightful. Let's connect the interview with Danielle right now. All right. Well, I'm really happy to introduce you to my next guest. This is Danielle Shoemake. Danielle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm really thrilled that you are joining me to kind of discuss a little bit of your experience with the program. Why don't we start out by you just uh, introducing yourself. Tell us a little bit about your background. So currently I'm working on my master's in public health at the Indiana University in Indianapolis. 
I am studying in the concentration of epidemiology. I'm in my second year, so I will be graduating in May of 2021. Originally, when I started uh, my master's, I was focusing on health policy and management. But when I started my core classes, I found out that I had more of a liking to epidemiology because I'm really into math and science and health. So that's why um, I made the switch. And also currently I'm interning with the Indiana State Department of Health in their uh, epidemiology department, which is really fascinating during this time due to the COVID-19 virus. So that has also helped me gain a little bit more experience. And then also I work full-time as a patient care navigator with Indiana University Health in their population health department. Okay, great. That was very good introduction. Thank you. Um, because I really wanted everybody to kind of get a real good sense of your your background. So thank you for, for sharing that. And then I'm going to quickly jump into a question about the program. So what would you say, or how would you describe your biggest challenge when it comes down to getting experience, you know, in public health that drew you to the program? Well, I will say the main thing that I've noticed, because I already have my bachelor's degree in public health education. So I focus a lot on health promotion as well. And I noticed with those types of positions, they were looking for individuals that possess an RN license, that had a BS and RN degree, um, which was a little bit disheartening because I felt like I had the skills or the knowledge to talk about health promotion, but it made it seem like, well, unless you're a qualified nurse, then you don't qualify for these positions. And then it's also that they mentioned like some positions, they want you to have at least five years of experience. Um, and I just graduated with my bachelor's in uh, 2015. I'm coming up on five years now. But when you're first getting out and you're looking for a job, you know, you're not going to have that experience right off the hand. And I feel like with my current role, I'm limited in the skills that I can do. For example, more technology-based and for leadership and communication skills, I felt like I was limited. So I felt like the opportunity that you presented um, as far as learning more skills using technology, I said, well, you know what? It's probably the best opportunity right now due to the pandemic that I can learn a new skill to make me a little bit more marketable in the job market. Oh, that's great. That's great. And uh, I'm really glad to hear that too, because just knowing how I designed it and who I was really trying to target and how I wanted to be able to help it helps me to know that you came in from that perspective. So that's that's helpful too. So now that you've gone through the program, and I know we had, you know, really a boot camp style <laughs> intensive, and you'll have time to go back to everything. But how has the program helped you um, with regards to that challenge? And, and what is your, you know, like your, your big takeaways? Uh, well, I think the biggest lesson for me is to think outside the box. Public health is so broad that there's not a straight and narrow pathway to get to your career of choice. You can even possibly make your own career or job um, within public health. So that was one major uh, takeaway that I found beneficial. And also the tools that you provided as far as using different resources to find non-for-profit organizations or different resources as far as how to organize your ideas and thoughts learning different fields as far as data analysis, how to access databases, and how to visualize your data using infographics to, you know, do some form of health promotion. And also, you know, 
using your skills to teach others as far as maybe it's your faith-based organization or your friends or your colleagues, a Facebook group or creating a webinar. And my mind just started going 100 miles per hour. thinking I can do so many things, but now it's just me taking the thoughts in my mind and implementing it and like writing it down and then coming up with the strategy or steps to make it happen. So I was honestly really excited going through the program and it really opened my eyes saying I don't have to follow somebody else's path. I can create my own and be in charge of my own destiny. Yes. I'm smiling over here. <laughs> I'm really happy <laughs> to hear that. Cause that's what definitely I was going for. I know that, you know, people, we can generally hear all these great ideas. We can sit in a webinar and here are these tips about, we know we need to get experience and all this other stuff. But what I really wanted to do was make this very different. I wanted to go a little deeper and literally show you how to do some of these things. So when I started creating the demos, I thought at first, man, this is going to be overkill. They're going to hate this. But that seems to be the thing that everybody loves, yeah. the demos. Like you could go and see specifically step-by-step some of these things I've been talking about. Yes. That was my favorite because I'm a visual learner. You can tell me to do something and I'll be like, okay, that's nice. But when I actually see it and see how it's done, it sticks to my mind better. Yeah. So the, the demonstration module was my favorite one. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, Danielle, thank you for just taking some time and coming on the podcast and sharing your feedback. I really appreciate that. And I think that it will help our listeners to really hear the perspective of, you know, from people like you and some of the others that have joined me to share, you know, their experience in the program. Is this something that you think will be helpful for people that are interested in trying to get experience and, you know, maybe leading into epidemiology because that's your interest area? Do you think this is a a good program for, for others like you? I think the program is good for anyone that's in the public health domain that thinks they're at a standstill. They kind of don't know which direction they want to go in their public health career. Maybe they're a recent grad or they're still in school currently. I think it's a good tool to make you think like, hey, I don't have to follow this one path to get public health experience. I can go a different route and create my own way. And it's going to probably test people. I'm actually a shy individual. So someone that doesn't like to get outside their comfort zone, that's definitely going to test you. But I believe um, that growth is necessary to see a change that you want in your career. So I think it was very helpful to complete the program. Oh, that's great. I'm still smiling. (laughs) And I hope (laughs) I'm really happy because that, that was definitely the goal. So thanks again for sharing that. And let's keep in touch. I want to know what, what you decide to do and how you proceed and how it helps you. So make sure you keep in touch. Oh, absolutely. I will definitely still keep in touch. Well, I really hope this episode has been inspiring and insightful. I'd like to thank Courtney, Leanne, and Danielle for joining me on this episode to share their experience with our new program and provide feedback and recommendations for all of you. I'd also like to thank the other early participants who provided comments, suggestions, and feedback, but just weren't able to participate in the podcast episode. The program is called, once again, Get Experience in Public Health Using Online Tools and Technology. And today is the first day that enrollment is open to everyone. There is a very special offer right now within the first few days of the program release. So do not hesitate to check it out. The special offer can be found on the homepage of my website, 
if you're listening at any other time after the special offer ends, then you can find links to enroll in the program and connect with our guests on the show notes page for this episode, which is episode 144. So go to drchuntley.com and it's D-R-C-H-H-U-N-T-L-E-Y.com. And on the main homepage, you will see the very special offer if you happen to be listening within the first few days of release. Otherwise, click on the podcast tab from the main menu and then just navigate to episode 144 and you'll find the show notes page. You'll find links to the program and links to connect with my guests, which I recommend that you do. All right, everyone. Until next time, have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast at drchuntley.com. 